We've been falling for Christmas and waiting all year for MPCA to bring holiday cheer with pink fuzzy ski suits and rings blinging bright. There's nothing nothing more festive than Christmas amnesia, right? Yeah. What says Christmas like amnesia? What's Christmas? Where am I? (sighs) Okay, let's do the thing. Yeah. Welcome to Jingle Bells. I'm Beck. And I'm Naomi. And we're here to talk about Christmas movies. Because it's Christmas every day here at Jingle Bells, and oh my god, Christmas has come early for us. <laughs> Happy Christmas to us. Absolutely. Um, today we're going to be talking about the latest Netflix original, Falling for Christmas. Um, it's the one that stars... Lindsay Lohan, everyone's childhood fave. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Blast from the past. Uh, to, naughties. Is it naughties? Yeah. Naughties mm-hmm. icon. Uh, everyone's favorite redhead, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to talk about it. I wasn't excited, I'm excited to talk about it. Buy it, but <laughs> excited to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I was loving it, and mm-hmm. then I stopped loving it, and then it was fine. So it's a it's a bit of a shame. They there were some really strong things we'll mm-hmm. talk about, some stuff we didn't like, some actors who are better than others in it. Um, mm-hmm. but we'll get into we'll get into all of that. Um, but first let me um <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> I just have to warm my voice up ready for the synopsis time to Okay. When you know the circle of synopsis time <laughs> and we recap the movie it's the circle the source of synopsis time They really are getting stupider every week. Oh, uh, I love it so much. Uh, we're definitely going to have to do a definitive ranking of synopsis time jingles um, in the oh, yeah, future. Yeah. 100%. That, that would be a, a great bonus episode. Speaking of bonus episodes, you can go to our coffee to find some bonus episodes of this uh, and various other content. Woo woo. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Naomi, do you want to enthrall us with the, uh, I'm sure, totally accurate IMDb <laughs> bio uh of the synopsis of falling for christmas absolutely nothing would give me greater joy um (laughs) (laughs) in the days leading up to christmas a young and newly engaged heiress experiences a skiing accident after being diagnosed with amnesia she finds herself in the care of the handsome lodge owner and his daughter hmm not inaccurate i mean newly engaged heiress is is newly engaged is definitely the the term they like during the proposal she fucking falls down a cliff she does Uh, we'll get to it but it was a i think that's a reasonable synopsis uh of this Mm -hmm. film yeah Uh, so yeah so falling for christmas is by mpca which Mm -hmm. are also the production company or whatever the you know, the, the masterminds behind such uh, Christmas <laughs> classics as uh, The Night Before Christmas, mm. Christmas Prince, 
trilogy, mm-hmm. the Princess Switch trilogy, just a bunch, like Castle for Christmas. Basically, most of the Netflix movies, mm-hmm. Christmas movies that we absolutely adore yeah. uh, are all part of MPCA. And MPCA are also the ones who have the Netflix cinematic universe. Yes. Um, so we were, were very excited by this movie to see if there were any tie-ins. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about what tie-ins there were and things that we hoped that there would be. Uh, and you know the things that we liked disliked about this movie mm-hmm. i would recommend it it is a good romp it's 90 minutes mm-hmm. uh so uh, a tight a, a tight ship uh, yeah. <laughs> sail um yeah. but let's talk about it more as we mentioned at the top Lindsay lohan is the star of this movie and mm-hmm. she, i think she was great but we also have a, a collected who, who who's who of who's not um, <laughs> in our christmas credits so do you want to give us a, a wee rundown of, of who yeah. else uh, we were treated to yes absolutely um yeah so we have Lindsay lohan as sierra belmont we don't really need to talk about it but like if you want to talk about it she was in the parent trap um freaky friday and the herbie reboot you know classics and mean girls can't mention Lindsay lohan without mean girls um honestly a little bit disappointed by how few mean girls references there were in this film in the end but yeah, they could have we'll been get into more. that yeah <laughs> Um, then we have Cord Overstreet as Jake Russell. Everyone who's anyone will recognize him as Sam Evans from Glee. He was in that from 2010 to 2015. Um, he's also had like cameos in Be Cool, Scooby-Doo and The Bull Type. Not a lot else going on with his career, but he was in Glee for five years. So I'm not totally surprised. Um, I mean, I mean, he also wasn't great. So that also, uh, <laughs> doesn't surprise me. I wouldn't no. necessarily. We'll get into it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, we, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about it later when we recast the movie. But anyway, uh, moving swiftly on, like we have to give Tad his shout out right now. Uh, George Young did a fantastic job as Tad. Big Simon energy from um, A Christmas Prince. He was just fabulous from head to toe. Um, yes. But anyway, George is, uh, British, so his standout credit is that he's been in Casualty. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Uh, I know. Um, he is also known for films Malignant and Home. I haven't seen them personally. They look quite dramatic, a bit thriller-esque. So if anyone's seen them, let us know if they're any good and maybe I'll give them a watch at some point. Um, he was also Victor Cannerts in the series Containment, which was in se- uh, 2016. <laughs> um, I don't mm-hmm. know if it was some kind of vision of the future, but uh, we'll not talk about that too much. Um, next up, we had Jack Wagner as Beauregard Belmont, or Sierra's dad. Um, Jack has had cameos in Sabrina the Teenage Witch, The New Adventures of Superman, Melrose Place um, and General Hospital and he's also been in over like 1300 episodes of The Bold and the Beautiful which is crazy. That is a lot of episodes. That is wild. Can you imagine (laughs) being like you know, we I feel like we've done a lot of episodes of this podcast and we are not at our hundred. Thirty like thirteen hundred episodes as the same character. Wild. Insane. Wild. I bet he hasn't been the same character the whole time though. Like I bet he's been an evil twin or like you oh, know yeah, a triplet yeah. back oh, from yeah. the dead. The, the third <laughs> triplet, yeah. Yeah. You know, or like a woman who's been transplanted into someone's body, like the thing in Friends. Um yes. I think that's probably the yeah. the vibe. Um so we had Avi Russell and I have forgotten to write down the poor child's name. 
but she had a cameo in Dash and Lily. She was small child, um, you know, big girl. And then she's also oh, been yeah, yeah. in Sesame Street and she was Iris in In the Heights, which had Stephanie Beatrice and Lin-Manuel Miranda in it. It's a movie version of the musical that was made in 2021. Um, yes, yeah. So we, I, I did see that. I didn't totally love it. I'm sure I'll get some mm-hmm. hate for that. Um, Olivia Perez <laughs> is the actress's name. Thank you, Bex. <laughs> All right, just did a quick Google. She is probably the most adorable child mm-hmm. that has ever been on um, any in any Christmas movie. Yeah, I think like, so. She did a, a fucking great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is pretty cute maybe that's another ranking we could do of we could rank all of the kids <laughs> from the different christmas movies and levels of cuteness um we definitely yeah, should she do was, that she was adorable she was like super knew how to do her thing mm-hmm. uh i hope she was a fucking diva to work with because she was a, a diva <laughs> of the, the like she she really did make this movie like there were definitely some of the actors and actresses in this movie were fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Ad was great, probably my fave. Mm-hmm. Ralph, who's not even like a main character, was awesome. Oh, he was amazing. Uh, Abby was great, was really cute. Mm-hmm. Even, so, you know, Lindsay did a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Yep, there is just one slightly glaring issue that she had no chemistry with Cord Overstreet and vice versa. Oh. <laughs> Bless him, yeah. Cord, his chemistry with a lot of the, the characters in this film was not great. But we'll we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah, <laughs> um, we will almost certainly talk about it for way too long. So ah, I'm excited though. Um, I have some great recasting ideas. So um, <laughs> let's maneuver onto the Christmas criteria. Um, I very stupidly jumped into the Christmas tree count this week and was not disappointed. Do you know? you've been really kind and done a lot of them this season um and i forgot well, how you do all the rest of the work the so. thing is though like <laughs> yeah oh yeah 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 there's a lot there was a lot in this movie mm-hmm. as well like i i felt bad for you um well we got to 32 at two minutes and that wasn't even out of the credits <laughs> so. what 32 in during the credit i don't think yeah. i've ever i, I, I don't was... think we've ever had that much before it was crazy, but like every camera cut had at least five different trees in the background. Like we had yeah. two mini trees and a wreath within one minute and eighty and eight seconds, um, because yeah. we spent so much time in the opening credits flying through the mountains. Um, oh yeah. Then also, I had to question myself a little bit because I was like, did the presents stack, like the green shiny presents in the hotel entrance, count as a tree? Because it was tree shaped, but it was a stack of presents. So that kind of threw me off a little bit, which is when I was like, our Christmas tree count is really stupid. <laughs> yeah, we, we really could do a better, there, there really is a better metric, uh, but we haven't figured that out yet. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, off the bat Christmas, and that's before we even get to like activities, you know, there's a Christmas village. Yeah. There's like, this lodge is so Christmas. I honestly thought that they'd like photoshopped more Christmas decorations in. That's how unbelievable it became. Yeah. Um, there was Christmas jumpers, there was Christmas scrubs, like there was hot chocolate, they built gingerbread houses. Uh, yeah. There's Christmas out the wazoo in this one. Like we can't deny that it is festive, even if it wasn't Oh, it is totally great. <laughs> but yeah, like I think it met the Christmas criteria and beyond. Now I will say this, yeah. it won't get a perfect score anyway, because 
There's no Vanessa Hudgens. Like, Lindsay Lohan is great. Yes. But... Absolutely. Oh, Vanessa Hudgens would have made this movie. <laughs> I, I, The thing is, is really the biggest issue with this film, not to jump ahead, uh, but we've already kind of so, spoken about it, mm-hmm. is that I, I don't know whether Cord Overstreet was the correct... No, I'm going to change that. Cord Overstreet was not the correct <laughs> casting choice for this film. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Cord. I'm sure you're a lovely guy. Mm-hmm. You have a really cute little hamster face right you're great um but i don't i don't know whether this was the right fit mm-hmm. for you i also will say not to rag on my girl Lindsay, but botox ages folk sometimes mm-hmm. and plastic surgery can affect things and she is slightly older than cord anyway mm-hmm. um but he looks very young, yes. uh, so I didn't. I didn't totally love the matchup between the two of them. I think she did a great job. I loved the mm-hmm. start of this movie, and then as we got further in, and it was more about their relationship because that wasn't as strong yeah. as it could have been. It kind of dampened the whole thing of the movie. Um, but we'll get we'll get yeah. into all of the all of the bit. It is festive as hell. Like they, mm-hmm. NPCA do know what they're doing. Like, you know what I mean? They do. There was a yeah. lot in this movie as well that made me 100% think that Netflix has bugged my house and that they have been listening <laughs> not only to this podcast, but also to things that I do every day. Cause there was like some references to stuff in there that I like made me lose my mind. Um, they, it was it was really, really well done mm-hmm. uh, at the start. And then things started to kind of yeah. fall off. So should we, we should start mm-hmm. at the beginning, a very good place to start and, and work our way through. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, we, we spoke about this, um, I think in the Christmas Inheritance bonus episode, which you can get on our coffee, by the way, um, mm-hmm. that NPCA had gotten a lot better at doing credits. Um, I did not feel yeah. that this time. They really threw me off, like, I know it sounds like such a fucking pernickety and stupid detail to focus on, but I'm like, there's no red at any point. There was no fake snow yeah. at any point. Like, it just felt too slick. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it was, there's a certain level of cheese that you need in it to yeah. make it really good. Mm-hmm. And I don't know whether they, they totally nailed that. I don't think it was that bad. Mm-hmm. We've seen some pretty bad credits this year. Uh, we have. Spoiler alert for next week's <laughs> episode of, the hol- of Holiday Rush. Uh, we've seen some pretty bad like <laughs> opening credits for stuff. And uh-huh. uh, I-, I feel like this was okay. I think they did uh, did a, a decent job. Um, but mm-hmm. it could have been mm-hmm. way more fun because it's yeah. it's Lindsay Lohan. We were looking for the Mean Girls references. That is what mm-hmm. we wanted because they released the, you know, they announced, she announced it on October 3rd. It was yep. like all tied into like <laughs> her meta online universe. Mm-hmm. And to not kind of nod more at that is yeah. a weird choice. Maybe it's just because the, they're different production companies, right? Mean mm-hmm. Girls is Paramount Films. MPCA is does basically exclusively Christmas movies. Yeah. Um, so like maybe there was like legal stuff that they couldn't and lawyers were like, no, you can't. Um, but yeah, yeah it was it sure. was a bit of a shame uh, that, that that wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I do think I do did really like that. This is the thing is normally I don't like the spoiled rich girls right in the movie. And that's the oh, point of it. It's like you so don't good. like the, mm-hmm. the thing. It was like Netflix. Had, it was like NPCA had looked at what everyone likes about a Christmas movie mm-hmm. and 
basically they were looking at us through the camera basically being like you want a makeover scene here's a makeover scene mm-hmm. you want ostentatious fashion here's ostentatious fashion mm-hmm. here's not a here's not a here's her b- boyfriend he is not emotionally abusive but mm-hmm. he is a little bit neglectful of her and a bit self-centered which yeah. i much prefer to them being like just fucking dicks who are rude all the time oh like, okay here's Here's an adorable child. Here's hot chocolate. Here's a dad that isn't super invested in his daughter's love life and mm-hmm. does spoil her, but knows that he spoils her. Here's mm-hmm. a dead parent. Like they were like, tick, tick, tick. They were like, yeah. here's the drinking game. Let's do all of it in the first fucking 10 minutes. <laughs> like, holy shit. Yeah. I mean, maybe if we had drunk along to this movie and gotten really drunk through the drinking game in the first 15 minutes, we would have mm-hmm. enjoyed the second half of it more. Um, but <laughs> but yeah. we'll, we'll get to that. I love mm-hmm. her getting her like hair done and like where where it's like she's so bougie that they're literally like pouring champagne directly into her oh mouth my God. and she doesn't even that need to crazy. hold the glass. Mm-hmm. All of her outfits were like beautifully impeccable. Like she immediately yeah. wears the red jumpsuit that's on the cover of the, of the poster, so which we were really pleased about because so yeah. often they like chuck them onto these cover cover mm-hmm. things with like a great outfit and then you never see the outfit in the movie yeah so like her costuming was really cool like mm-hmm. fabulous gucci sunglasses she's bougie she's rich she's mm-hmm. spoiled like but i also felt like she there was like an element of humanity to her as well in yeah. terms of like mm-hmm. her dad was like we're gonna make you vice president of atmosphere <laughs> right which is one of the things we love in christmas movies is when yeah. they have like an obnoxiously vague job yeah and they did that and then they made it so that she was like this job is vague and doesn't yeah. exist like you've literally just set this up so that mm-hmm. you give can give me a job and to ha- for her to be aware of that and to acknowledge that and to for them to like do mm-hmm. it in that way was like a really nice change because this is one of the things that I was surprised about is because we watched the Christmas Inheritance and I was like, there's a lot of similarities here Mm -hmm. between Christmas Inheritance, which is, you know, our basis of like a a fantastic Christmas Mm -hmm. movie and was the first MPCA did say like, both of the girls are hotel heiresses or like heiresses of big companies. Yeah. They both go to a Christmas lodge where a guy, (laughs) they fall in love with a basic white boy called Jake there's like uh, you know <laughs> lots of adorable children around uh-huh. there's snow there's accidents there's you know waiting for stuff it's all mm-hmm. gonna be done by christmas no neither of them know how to do anything they have to learn some skills and i was like surprised by the level of like mm-hmm. the same that there was in both these movies but it was yeah. done a bit differently so i guess we can forgive it i th- i feel like they cherry-picked a lot of bits from the other films for this one and yeah. tried really hard to pull it together. Um, like, mm-hmm. there's obviously, it's not exactly the same, but the amnesia means that Sarah's character is quite similar to, um, oh my God, to Cole in The Night Before Christmas. So, like, she doesn't really yeah. know what's going on. She doesn't recognize things. And, like, her impairment is that she grew up super rich and privileged. So, she has never done any menial labor before. And that comes across. Yeah. But, like, there's other things that they picked. So there's a lot of, like, similarities to the Christmas inheritance, as you said. Um, but, like, there's so many different bits as well. So they're trying to bring in, like, the charisma of Fiona from the Princess Switch um, into yeah. Sierra's character. And then they're still trying to keep that down-to-earth, you know, everyman thing, like Jake Lacey's character, Jake, in Christmas inheritance as well. So it really feels like, 
they know what they're doing and they've hit their stride but I feel like they've tried to take too many bits from their other successes and just churn out another success without really thinking about the story or why people do get emotionally invested in these um like how it does suspend your disbelief do you know what I mean like yeah you know the perfect example is the the relationship between Sarah and uh, Sierra and her dad so yeah I personally am of the opinion that her dad really needed to be more involved right so yeah MPCA usually do relationships really well and like you know the tragic parent spouse loss um is kind of a staple of their whole genre um essentially so you know we're quite invested in christmas inheritance in ellie's story because we see her dad and he talks about the importance of these letters and we always come back to the letters and we always revisit that and we're always reminded of how important her dad is to the town as well whereas in this we see the dad and we try to establish some intimacy but because she's got amnesia and she has no idea who she is she doesn't miss him so we don't ever revisit him and her's relationship but it's always about her mum and the memories of her mum coming back it's never about like the emotional bond that her and her dad have so I found it really hard to like root for that and to be invested in when he does eventually find her um you know I I wanted to see him react to her disappearance earlier um yeah you know just so we could actually get the emotional payoff that we wanted but that just didn't come across which is why I think it also fell flat like we just were not invested enough in any of the relationships really yeah it was like there was a lot of time I mean, there wasn't, it was like three days before Christmas, but like, it mm-hmm. felt like there was a lot of time where it was just like, you know, them in the lodge and yeah. there wasn't really any, re- like, you know what I mean? I'm like, this mm-hmm. is a movie that's set in, you know, 2022. There's mobile phones. There's stuff exactly. like that. Like, he would, okay, he went away for the week and he was going to come back on Friday after mm-hmm. doing business, right? <laughs> And then, like, he, you know, he shows back up and only at that point is he made aware that his daughter isn't around. Like, do they not text? Mm -hmm. Does he not, like, keep in touch with people? Like, seems Mm -hmm. weird. Um, And then as soon as, you know, they were, like, have realised that... I I just feel like there should have been more time where he was looking for her. Yeah, definitely. Like, there should have been more of a, like... You know, because it felt very sudden. It was like, Mm -hmm. okay, and they found her and now she immediately remembers everything and they're going to go and do this press conference and everything's back to normal and blah, blah, blah. And like, it felt so rushed. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there was things that they could have cut out of the initial film Mm -hmm. or things that they could have done differently in the initial movie that would have like made everyone's character stronger. Yeah, Uh, And would have could have removed some of the issues that I did have with this film. Mm -hmm. Um I think we should talk about Cord. Yeah, I think, I think that's time. a good point. <laughs> and then we can talk about like t- Tad and all the people we did like and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. Cord, Cord, I'm sure you're great. You are you you are beautiful. Like, not gonna lie, I, I was, was a handsome when guy. I watched Glee. I didn't really watch Glee, and then Sam was introduced into Glee, and I was like, hell yeah, I'm uh-huh. about it. Um, and yeah, so he's very handsome. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I'm sure he's a great model. I don't know how fantastic he is at acting. I'm really sorry. <laughs> but I feel like there was mm-hmm. a lot that they could have done and there were better people who they could have 
potentially cast. Mm-hmm. And I think both they, I mean, I, both separately and together, went through and listed about like eighty different people that they oh, could have. Uh, <laughs> you. So do you do you have a couple of top picks for like who you would love to see um, in yeah. the in the role of Jake? I mean, also I wish they'd given him a different fucking name. I know, How right? Many Jakes, do they need like actually? can't move in the christmas universe for a fucking jake like you throw a candy cane and you hit one um yeah i actually would have really liked to have seen jake lacy in this role um (laughs) i I loved him in christmas inheritance anyway i think he had like the right kind of attitude and delivery do you know what i think like we've talked about this before and i can't remember which episode it was but i feel like cord didn't get the brief that he didn't need to take this so seriously and there's yeah, always that one person in the movie, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, like, he wasn't told, like, okay, this is a joke, joke novel. Like, this is funny, funny. It's not, yeah. you know, you're not going to win any fucking awards for this. You know what I no. mean? Like, it's like, this is a fun. <laughs> what I really kind of wish that they had done, because they were, they mm-hmm. got, they clearly got Lindsay Lohan for the internet clout, right? Yeah. Like, why didn't they get, like, Shia LaBeouf to play opposite her? You know what I mean? Like, Ooh. why didn't they do, like... Kevin McAllister from Home Alone, whoever the fuck guy plays that, you know, why didn't they go for another? Oh, someone Shia else that was problematic like, actor? yeah, problematic. <laughs> oh shit, is he? Oh fuck, okay. yeah, Shia looks like super. Problematic. You know who would have been fucking great, and I would have loved to see in this, mm. Elliot Page. Yes, yes, you did say this. I would have loved that. That would have been great, and like it would have been very on brand for Netflix to, you know, open up a love story that way as well. I, I agree. I did text you about this. I think you agreed. And I was really dumb and didn't do enough research before I suggested. But I thought about Charles Michael Davis, who is yeah. actually Jeff in Same Time Next Christmas. I'm so stupid. Yeah. Like, why? I yeah, I didn't clock either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I totally didn't clock either. He would have been great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think John Boyega would have been great oh, in this role, but maybe yes. he's a bit too young. Maybe mm. a Dev Patel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would have loved to see that. That would have been really, really cool. I'm trying yeah. to think who like it feels the right age, you know, and the right kind of vibe. Yeah, um, I really liked your suggestion of Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> well, actually, now I'm thinking about it, maybe more Tom Felton. Oh yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know that would have been really good. Uh, Just some like other had, like, naughty child star, right? Gin- yeah, you could do like a pair of. Uh, you know that pair of um, gingers, and you could have Donald Gleason, <gasps> who was oh, in Star Wars and Harry yeah. Potter and mm-hmm. all of that. that he would, would have been, been really adorable. Great. Mm-hmm. That would have been really cute. Um, basically, anyone, uh, lots of people <laughs> would have been better than uh-huh. than Cord. I just don't feel um, Joe Elwin, who I'm assuming you know because he mm-hmm. was Taylor Swift's like ex. He has the the same look as Cord Overstreet, mm-hmm. but I think he might have been a. Uh, because you know you know we're never gonna get like a super super a list mm-hmm. you know meryl streep's not shot rocking up with in an mpca movie that's not oh, what i'm mean, looking for never say never <laughs> so i would love it it would be amazing but like i doubt we'll see that but like there's definitely like a whole heap of actors mm-hmm. who were like you know they were in like the harry potters or the disney mm-hmm. stars or like all of that that would have been a really great fit for that yeah it would have allowed them to make more like references i mean i think that's what they tried with cord because they were like oh he was in glee she was in television yeah. like they mm-hmm. both have like this historic fan base 
this is a way to get more people into NPCA. Who's mm-hmm. the guy who plays Mike Chang in Glee? And oh my god, yes. Hard? Uh, Harry Shim Jr. I can't believe we forgot about him. He was like our top he choice been, the day we watched he, this. <laughs> yeah, he. I, th- I think he would have been the best pick. But he would have been amazing. He, mm-hmm. he totally got what was asked of him when he yes! was in Love Hard. Like, he totally got mm-hmm. the vibe, the style, the, uh, you know, everything that he needed to do. He, like, understood the assignment. He absolutely did. And I, I really do think that might have been it. I think that, yeah, Cord may have just thought that it was a bit more dramatic but really what you need is stupid fun it's what like they do really well with the casting in a christmas prince i know those films are like ridiculous for many reasons but um oh my god what's the prince's name again i've totally forgotten i keep thinking it's edward richard thank you um his royal hotness richard how did i forget that um like he's serious but he's goofy enough like do you know what i mean like He's romantic in those need, romantic moments. You just moment. need like a yeah. little moment of like, because this is the thing is that I think a lot of it is like, mm-hmm. I, I think Henry Cavill is a great example of this. Mm. Of like, people are like, women love Henry Cavill because he's got a six pack and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, no. no. I think people love Henry Cavill <laughs> because he's a fucking goofball and he goes for a run wearing a lion hat and he plays D&D. And it's like, oh my God, <laughs> he's like normal. You know, he's yeah. like, because you don't want someone who's perfect all the time. You don't want to mm-hmm. be with someone who's like obsessed with how they look. And like, well, I don't anyway. I'm not speaking no. for, you know, every human. But like, I would much prefer it be like, because then you have to worry about being perfect all the time. It's right. Like, if you can't be yeah. goofy and you can't let off steam and they can't be goofy and you can't let off steam, then you've got a really boring, serious relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was with like, um, I was going to call her Rachel. It's not Rachel. She played <laughs> Rachel in Same Times Next Christmas. Oh, it was good. Yeah. That was, you know, the, the point, the kind of difference between her relationship with Greg and her relationship with Jeff is that yeah. with Jeff, she could kind of not only be herself, but she was a bit like, goofier and fun and light-hearted and whatever and with mm-hmm. greg it was all about work and yeah. money and making stuff of yourself which mm-hmm. is totally fine if that's what you want mm-hmm. but it is a very different thing and i yeah. think yeah cord was kind of a bit too serious there wasn't enough moments of like him being silly yeah. or like you know i would have loved to see i know it sounds really weird but like i would have loved to see him like fall off a horse or like yeah. you know whatever you know just something to kind of humanize him in some way mm-hmm. um because well, yeah. i felt like you know he was so tied up in the tragedy of his character's backstory that he wasn't in the present yes i also felt thing. like then when it kind of got into them potentially getting together uh-huh like i i really liked that when they were you know there was a moment and they had the almost kiss and then you know he kind of realizes in that moment he's like we don't know who you are. You could be with someone like yeah. we can't, we should not do this. And mm-hmm. I was like, yep, correct. Mad respect. And then mm-hmm. he continued to like pursue her and like kind of pressure her mm-hmm. and like add mm-hmm. a lot of stakes to it. He was like, you're the first person I've liked since my wife. And I'm like, yeah. that's a lot of pressure to put on a, a gal you met two days ago. Like uh-huh. he was about to do like a big fucking toast where he, see- it, it was like he was about to propose to her, mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, in front of the whole town and like, I just felt like their relationship moved too fast considering that she had amnesia and he was in a position of power over her. And I was like, man, I don't like it. Um, No, what I did like though. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. No, you go. Oh, sorry. I was just saying, yeah, it wasn't great and it did definitely move too fast, but yeah, it would have been great had they like 
had a snowball fight and, you know, we'd had another Christmas prince almost kissing the snow. That would have made more sense to me. I would have been more invested with that kind of stuff. But, like, yeah. he's so mean to her. He's so critical as well. And, like, he is kind when she fails to cook eggs and she does fail to cook eggs spectacularly, really friends. Um, but, like, yeah, we had a lot of funny haha moments with Sierra but we did not get the same for Jake and it was a problem like it would have been nice to have seen him like have a meaningful moment with his daughter that wasn't like a kind of like a life admin in passing conversation like he talks to her about the chores more than he like spends time yeah. with her does that make sense like it's just yeah. not and like uh, yeah, yeah. I, th- I really didn't like as well there was a moment where they were talking about the fact they couldn't afford a housekeeper Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they're reminded that the doctor said that if Sarah, which is what they decide to call her, did normal things, then she might remember, she might get her memory back. So mm-hmm. they, like, put her to work. And yeah. I was like, this feels weird. Because he was, like, looked at the broom and looks at Lindsay Lohan and is like, aha! And I was like, no, no. Yeah. You've done this for MP. I'm like, no, no, MPCA, you missed the mark. And, like, what it should have been is that they were sat there talking about it and she overheard and mm-hmm. she went, well, why don't I fill in? You're letting me stay yes. here for free. I At least mm-hmm. I could do is do some chores. And then they're like, you know how to do stuff? And she was like, I'm sure I can remember how to use a vacuum cleaner or whatever. <laughs> and then it wouldn't yeah. have been, like, because it really felt like she was being taken advantage of in mm-hmm. the, while she was mm-hmm. in this position. And that's where it started to get icky. And mm-hmm. that's when we started to kind of like fall out of, because we were really enjoying it. Like Naomi yeah. and I, we don't often do it, but we like, we we made a plan and we sat down <laughs> together and we like met up mm-hmm. and had dinner and watched some movies. And it was like such a nice thing that we didn't get, to, we don't do very often mm-hmm. um, with these films. And we made a big event of it. And like, we were so into it at the beginning, yeah. and, like howling with laughter and like super enjoying everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. And then it just sort of started to sludge. And then we got a bit, lost a bit of steam with it. Yeah. And then the movie lost a bit more steam and then it ended and we were like, okay, Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was a shame it was it was a big shame I mean we had very high hopes for it like the trailer looked great it looked like it had all of those moments that we kind of wanted in it um, but that didn't really happen this is kind of like what we're talking about it really feels like they've cherry picked things from other films like Tad is very reminiscent of Simon and then has this really like funny relationship in his own journey and like it was great until they just abandoned it. And you're like, well, why yeah. did you abandon that storyline and try and add in this whole new thing with Terry when Tad could have had like his version of a happy ending with Ralph? Like where yeah. you know, they go off and do, I think, they do their thing. I mean, we thing. can talk about Tad. George Young, yeah. who plays Tad, did a fucking amazing job. He understood he the like brief, right? The, he <laughs> totally understood the assignment. He was... He, the way that they did his costume, the mm-hmm. way that they made him behave, the stuff that the props that they gave him yeah. was like hilarious and mm-hmm. wonderful. He takes Sierra to like a really Instagrammable spot, <laughs> even though it's not safe no. for the gram, right? And I was like, yeah. I love that they were influencers. I thought that was really a mm-hmm. great thing for Netflix to do, considering that yeah. they are Netflix are working more with like YouTubers and professional online digital creators and things mm-hmm. like that. I was like, cool, it's smart. To make him an influencer because that's something that now people recognize, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
And it means that he can be a bit self-centered and it means he can like be on his phone all the time and then mm-hmm. like go off to the middle of nowhere. He proposes <laughs> to her on film and then there is like an accident. She yeah. falls down the hill. Like she ends up skiing backwards down a hill. Yeah. He falls through ice and like vanishes, <laughs> right? And they're both separated on different sides of this big ass fucking mountain yeah. and no one knows where they are. Mm-hmm. So while Sierra is found by Cord and has a bland love story with him, Tad was like stumbling through the wilderness. He's yeah. like, there's like a shot of him like recording to his phone, being like, "I've been in a terrible. The worst thing has happened. Everything's awful. If you find <laughs> this and I'm dead, please post this video." And I was like, "Lol, great," um, yeah. because that is what they would be. He would have been concerned about. Mm-hmm. And he like stumbles through the wilderness and meets like Ralph, who's just like a fucking dude. Yeah, who, like, just lives ice in fishing. A shack and it's just like mm-hmm. just ice fishing. He doesn't have Wi-Fi or electricity. He's just like mm-hmm. doing his thing, living his life in the wilderness. Yeah. And they have a great connection and a great story. And like Ralph is very like accommodating, but mm-hmm. not like, you know, overly tolerant. And it's like yeah. really, really nice. And they have like a friendship. And then they mm-hmm. get back to town and it just and the end. Yeah. No more character no more. development for Tad. No more mention of Ralph. It's gone. And it no, was like, and that was why problem, bother right? to build yeah. this up mm-hmm. to have no resolution? Yeah, because they did roll back on all of the changes that Tad had gone through. Like he just reverted right back to right back whatever he knew. And like I get that it was only three days, but it was a traumatic three days. Like he had a fucking fishing lure go through his eyebrow. Like Ralph threw an axe at him and told him to find his own dinner. Like. But they had such great chemistry, and that is what annoys yeah. me about the fact that they abandoned that. Like, I would have loved to have seen Tad take Ralph and make him into, like, a survival influencer. Like, that was the payoff, and that was the ending that I wanted for them. Like, I don't understand why they introduced Terry into the mix at all. Like completely pointless in my opinion yeah it would have been much better for tad to have left with ralph you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like have ralph be at the hotel so when Lindsay gets back (laughs) there's just like this weird fucking guy she literally doesn't ever know like doesn't even know in there and he's like in the bath he's like sup like just very chill whatever and then like (laughs) it can be the blooper reel at the end can actually be like a clip of tad and ralph on a beach somewhere in fucking you know they're they're in the Maldives or whatever, wherever <laughs> Caribbean. They're on a beach, like sipping cocktails and like fishing and talking about life and like mm-hmm. you know Tad's blog changes into being a travel blog about like yeah. discovery and connecting mm-hmm. with the natural world and being about like you know climate politics and stuff rather than being about what fucking Gucci he's wearing and things like that. And he yeah. can still be mm-hmm. into fashion, like. You don't need to remove that character from him, but it was mm-hmm. weird to have so much time and energy focused onto this relationship that mm-hmm. was literally abandoned. Yeah, um, so, and that's it. Yeah, it just it, felt that abandoned. was a shame. Yeah, but like they just they had the best moments. I think one of my favorite moments is when they're trekking to the town again because Ralph's truck doesn't work. Um, yeah. And then Tad falls over in the snow and Ralph puts the snowshoes on for him. Like, I've never seen such, like, humour, like, and tenderness and care for someone in one of these films before. But, like, it was yeah. just so wholesome and cute that that's... Like, I had more emotional investment in their relationship than I did in the main one. 
<laughs> which is a problem. Oh, yeah, like, it's such yeah, a problem. That is, yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah, it's kind of a problem. I mean, everyone around Cordover Street was working so fucking hard. Like that mm-hmm. little girl was working really hard. Uh, her grandma was working really hard. Oh like God, they yeah. were all, you know, tr- pulling a double shift to try and drag us through. But it just wasn't really the vibe. And no. Mm-mm. you know, I was a real shame because yeah. uh, it would have been so great to mm-hmm. to see more actual development from those people. And I just feel like Absolutely. a different actor could have made everyone's life a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, though there were still issues with the script, it's not all caught. No. You know, we can't just blame <laughs> him. It, it was there. There were wider problems. Yeah. Um, I'm not entirely sure if they didn't change writers halfway through because the tone of the film really I, did shift. I wonder if they did. I would love yeah. to know um, a bit more about it. But yeah, it was it w- it was a bit of a shame. Mm-hmm. Um, I would still say it was like pretty good. I enjoyed mm-hmm. like lots of moments in it. I think yeah. you know different people did did really good things. Mm-hmm. We got a very small, not as big as we'd like, <laughs> but we did get yeah. a we got a couple of moments of confirmation of the Netflix, Netflix universe. universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lindsay Lohan wakes up like they they use this repeated <laughs> shot which I really like of Lindsay Lohan lying in bed with like a mask over her eyes, right? Mm-hmm. And when she's in the bougie place it's like a silk mask that matches everything that's just her robe and all of her bedding and whatever and it's all beautiful. And like mm-hmm. she lit, reaches her hand over and presses a button and curtains open the window and it's like, oh, whatever. And then she's like mm-hmm. in the lodge and she wakes up and she's got a sock over her eyes and everything's <laughs> crisper. And she presses a button mm-hmm. and gets like jump scared awake by the Netflix noise, which I was like, nice yep. way of plugging your own shit in this movie. And she looks up <laughs> and a castle for Christmas is on the screen. It which is. happens a lot. They always watch a different mm-hmm. Christmas movie in the Christmas movie in Netflix in uh mm-hmm. night before christmas they watched holiday in the wild in a christmas prince yeah. uh did they watch anything in a christmas prince no think... in princess switch they watched a christmas prince yeah uh no they didn't watch and, anything you know, in a christmas been... prince yeah. yeah yeah but there's been like a few different ones and then mm-hmm. in addition to that a cast of christmas <laughs> being brought up earlier is that then it's Christmas mm-hmm. Day, they're like swapping presents and whatever, and he buys his mother-in-law a copy of Heart of the Warrior, which is yes. the book that uh, Sophie Brown, right, Sophie McGinty, writes throughout A Christ- uh, a Castle for Christmas. And yeah. I was like, okay, great. So now we know that the book is real. The Sophie book is Brown real. is real. Mm-hmm. And the movie is a document, a a, a, a adaptational documentary made about the writing of a heart of a warrior it would have to be like it would have to be it's gotta be along the lines of um a christmas prince like the same thing it's it's the only thing that makes sense (laughs) yeah um however i would love 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 if they actually wrote heart of a warrior um because i would love to to read it and to see how garbage is it's gonna be hot trash and i'm and i'm really ready for it Um, Um, yeah i would mm -hmm. i would love to see that but yeah i I mean i was disappointed mm -hmm. there weren't more cameos from netflix universe people to be honest um i mean granted actually in the vein of talking about the universe we don't know where this is set we know that it is set in a town called summit springs but we do not know which country it is set in yeah given that they speak english from the get-go I would assume it is America, but 
but they, they were quite speak vague in about Montanaro it. And they Aldovia do. Yeah. and Anglia, so it's you it's know, very it been any of those places. Yeah, it's, it's very vague. Um, we're not really sure if the Belmont hotel chain may turn up in another film. It could do. Um, it that might have may give already, us some indication. You know? mm, that is a good point. It might have. I didn't think of that. Um, but yeah, so like the Netflix universe tie-ins were there. But again, kind of disappointing, if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> um, yeah, I would like to have seen more. Um, I would like to have seen where we were as well, because then at least it gives us an indication of who we could have seen in that. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they ran out of budget. I don't know if Brooke Shields wasn't available. Um, but yeah, there was there was Heart of a Warrior and we will take it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we'll take anything that we can get and anything that ties it all in together. It totally would have been nice to have, mm-hmm. like, more, you know, something with it. Um, but, yeah, yeah, a, a shame. Uh, there was a few other weird moments that, like, mm-hmm. aren't super relevant, but, like, we keep, whenever we get back to the ho- the, the resort, the Belmont lot of resort, the fancy place, there's always people just in this outdoor little rooftop swimming pool. Oh same yes, in the same swimsuits every single time. They I was, get pneumonia. Uh, like, what the fuck's happening with them? I was planning to break the film with that one again. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Um, I also don't understand why these people were in the pool the whole time. Like, I want to see that horror movie from MPCA where it's just these people trapped in this rooftop pool for like all time. <laughs> Um, oh great because you're right every time we go back it's the same people in the same outfits in the same position in the pool like at one point we do walk past it with Sarah's dad and someone is putting a towel on but then we go back to the rooftop and the people are still in the pool so like what is happening yeah. with that I want to know I'm no, yeah uh, yeah I want write me I'll- this horror movie <laughs> Yeah, please. I would love that. An NPCA horror movie. I wonder how they would do that. That would be very interesting. Um, it would. I mean, mm-hmm. there were other things in this movie that uh, were, like, really great. I loved yeah. the costuming in this movie. Mm, I think, like, beautiful. all of her outfits were spectacular. The right, mm-hmm. all of Tad's outfits were great. Cord's <laughs> outfits were fine, but they were meant to be mm-hmm. boring, so it's totally okay. Yeah. They The little girl, they did everything they could to make her as adorable as, adorable as fucking possible. She had, like, earmuffs with ears yeah. on it and like you know Lindsay Lohan's there and a bright pink fucking matching ski suit with a big staff and matching glasses oh Tad's got this big beautiful mm-hmm. like black and white jacket and like it looked really really cool like they did a really good job with like how she, like Lindsay Lohan's hair looks impeccable the oh, whole time, all the time. Mm-hmm. one issue with oh the- my god are you gonna bring up the, the thing are you gonna I, bring, I'm up gonna the, bring up the, the dress and so the blazer? there is a yeah so they they throw <laughs> uh at the end of the movie they throw a fundraiser event for the lodge for like mm-hmm. all the people in the town to pay back all the kindness at the lodge and i was about to call him sam it's not sam jake has done this yeah. whole time for their town and blah 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 no one cares it's irrelevant yeah she Lindsay lohan uh, Lindsay lohan it comes down the stairs and she is in this like fucking beautiful she it's looks gorgeous. banging this red mm-hmm. dress right 
and like it's very she has a she has some very large breasts now yes and they were on show <laughs> but not in like a gross way just no. in a like mm-hmm. if you got boobs like that there's no hiding them kind of way mm-hmm. uh and her hair was done right and her makeup was nice and the dress looks great mm-hmm. and then she comes down the stairs oh, and on gosh. top of the dress she puts mm. this fucking dowdy like ugly gold sparkly sequined cardigan <laughs> Uh-huh. That then she wears for the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. I don't. Why? Why I was did you furious. put her in that? I was, I was absolutely so furious. It was really <laughs> ugly. It like didn't. You know, it didn't add anything to the outfit. No. It made her look older. She looked more matronly when she mm-hmm. was wearing it. I just, I don't understand. There must have been a reason. Maybe it was fucking freezing and Lindsay Lohan was like, there is no way. But then I don't think like that sheet of paper with fucking sequins yeah. on it would have really done a lot for it. I I wonder if it was to make her look more managerial, like, oddly. Like, she was more business-like, which is ridiculous because, again, it's a sparkly sequin fucking jacket. Also, though, um, I think you might be right, the set might have been cold because Cord Overstreet was wearing a coat inside and then there was a lot of people that just stayed dressed in, like, their coats and stuff inside. So maybe the set was freezing, but at that point, I'm like, get Lindsay Lohan a fucking heater because that dress was glorious and they just Or get her like, ruined or, it. or admit that it's cold, move everything outside so that everyone get, you know, then you don't have the party inside, have it outside yeah. in the snow and then they can slow dance in the snow and get mm-hmm. her like a beautiful, like, you know, fur, yeah. faux fur um, jacket or like something that's fitted and like flares mm-hmm. out and you know has like a nice trim to it also like you know get something good it's fucking Lindsay lohan yeah exactly exactly yeah. i was so mad i was so also, mad that they super put that jacket love on that the the engagement ring that they used i don't i don't know this to be true alleged mm. this is alleged this is uh allegedly the engagement <laughs> ring that they use is totally a fucking rip on paris hilton's yellow diamond engagement ring that she got in the early 2000s Oh, Paris Hilton got this you did big talk about this, fucking yeah. square yellow diamond. I remember it. I don't really remember any like celebrity news, but I remember seeing mm-hmm. this engagement ring when I was younger and going, that's really fucking ugly. And she had this like really <laughs> ugly, big square yellow diamond engagement ring and everyone, mm-hmm. then it made yellow diamonds and colored diamonds like a trend. And so mm-hmm. to see Lindsay Lohan being proposed to with like this big square yellow diamond <laughs> engagement ring, I was like, there's no way that's accidental. Like it's mm-hmm. way too intentional, but... So that was also good. Yeah. I think there was like some really, they had the right people working on this movie mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Like I think yeah. whoever did the costume did great. Whoever did the mm-hmm. music was doing really well. Whoever yeah. styled her hair and did the set dressing and made the thing look where it is. Whoever scouted the location, mm-hmm. found like half of the actors, they all did a fucking bang up job. Yeah, There was just a couple of bits that missed the mark that stops it from being like this really perfect Christmas movie that yeah. becomes super rewatchable. I likely will watch it again, but mm-hmm. I enjoyed the first half of this movie so much, tre- tremendously so much more than the second half. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more, to be honest. Like it's, it is definitely a movie of two halves. Um, and on the second watch, like I didn't hate Cord Overstreet as much on the second watch. I actually found... Lindsay Lohan a bit more problematic in terms of just like <laughs> the acting and stuff oh, but really? yeah I don't know it's just if you watch it again we'll talk about it <laughs> okay but okay. I think like Cord has some nice moments with uh Avi or like nicer mm-hmm. moments and there's a bit more connection between him and the mother-in-law 
and then I really do feel like the uh, Sarah and Beauregard's relationship lets this down. I think we needed more investment in that. And I think that was yeah. a big, big problem. But having said that, I enjoyed it for the most part. It was never going to be perfect without Vanessa Hudgens. So yeah. I will go with, I think, uh, four Hudgens out of five. I'm kind of inclined to actually say 3.5. <laughs> Three point five is where I was at. Yeah. I was at three point five. I was mm-hmm. like, it's four. Too, it's like three point five too little. It's four too much. Like where? Mm-hmm. Where are we? So yeah, I think I th- I'm glad that we're maybe three point seven five. There we go. Yeah, okay, perfect. Strange, <laughs> but yeah, like it was good. It's something that you could definitely watch to like wrap presents. Um, I wouldn't pay too much attention to it because otherwise you'd be very. It's sad a great drinking game one. Yeah, a, yeah. A definitely a great drinking game one if you if you're gonna play that the Christmas <laughs> drinking game. This is a good one to do it with. It also mm-hmm. has enough like silly fun moments in it that it kind of keeps people entertained. So yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. But yeah, um, would would watch a third time. I guess I'm probably gonna have to leave it a couple of weeks, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've got we'll, plenty we'll of films to watch in the meantime. <laughs> oh, we've got some cra- yeah, we've got some absolutely cracking stuff uh, mm-hmm. coming off ahead. Uh, you can join us next week where we're going to be yeah. talking about Holiday Rush, mm-hmm. uh, which is another Netflix movie, not by MPCA, though. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. we'll we'll be back then with more of that. Uh, yes. Find us on Twitter and on Instagram talking about mm-hmm. Christmas stuff, talking about some sneak pe- We'll be sharing sneak peeks of all the episodes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can join us at Jingle Bells Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. Please yeah. come and join us over on Coffee. Uh, if mm-hmm. you like what we do and you like our podcast and you want to continue to support or us you can do that super easily by giving us some money uh Ooh. so you can go to coffee uh, <laughs> i think it's coffee it was all linked uh, it'll be linked uh, in our yeah. stuff but you can go there we have mm-hmm. our bonus episode on the on um christmas inheritance which we touch on a yeah. lot in this and we have more episodes some exciting things some exciting yes. bonus spells uh up and coming for you over the yeah. next few weeks I am happy to talk about the next bonus episode because that's going to be out on Wednesday. Um, yeah. We actually have a surprise appearance from not just one Jingle Boy, our very own original Jingle Boy, but the second Jingle Boy. Um, and they're going to be talking about A Castle for Christmas. So if you want to hear Bro. a different take, <laughs> please I'm come really, over to coffee. I'm really, excited to hear what they're going to talk about. Uh, we, wa- we all watched the movie together. Mm-hmm. They took copious notes. Um, and so yeah I think it's going to be a real treat uh, yes. to listen to that one so stay mm-hmm. tuned and uh, keep up to date with all of the things that we're up to at Jingle Bells yeah thank you Bex this has been a really thank great thank you episode. Naomi happy Christmas <laughs> happy, happy Christmas Lindsay Lohan no, happy Lohan rip. Oh, I'm going to go know. watch uh, Princess Switch yeah <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Jingle Bells. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or tell a festive friend about our shenanigans. Stay up to date with all things Jingle Bells online at Jingle Bells Pod on Instagram and Twitter or buy us a coffee at coffee.com forward slash Jingle Bells Pod. Your support means so much and helps us keep doing what we love. See you next time, elves. Just